the fan Oatana, home of the Huskies, on air and online at thehuskybulletin.com. You're back online, now get on with it. Good evening, Owatonna sports fans, and good Sunday night. It is Sunday, May 21st. This is the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Well, we have officially made it to our second Sunday on the air right here on The Fan, Owatonna, 106.3 FM, 1170 on your AM dial. I am John Weisbro, the host of the program. Before I get to what was, you guessed it, an awesome interview, or what we like to call conversation with tonight's guest, I wanted to go through our sponsors for tonight's program because none of this would be possible without them. First shout out is to Wayne Norton Wetmore Wealth Management. It's Ameriprise Financial. They are our top all-star sponsor. Check them out. Wayne Norton Wetmore Wealth Management right here in Owatonna. They're our neighbors at the station. They're on Austin Street down there on the south end of town. They are the recipient of the 2022 Ameriprise Financial Client Experience Award. That is for all of Ameriprise. Know them personally. They are great, great people. Check them out. Once again, they are a all-star level sponsor. You're going to be seeing them a lot and hearing their name a lot when it comes to the Fan Owatonna and everything Husky Bulletin. One of our starter sponsors, another great community business, is Irish Eyes Studios. They're rated 4.7 stars out of 5 based on all local reviews. They've been serving south-central Minnesota since 2020 and offer a clean, welcoming, and professional environment. Been in there a couple times, and I can tell you, didn't know what to expect, but really, really cool to to see the operation they have going on there. Those guys are, are real pros, again. Irish Eyes Studio. They are a starter lever sponsor. And then we have a new one on board from Wasika. It's Matthew Petzinger. He's the Matthew Petzinger Agency, American Family Insurance. Another highly rated business and service provider. They're 4.7 stars out of five. These are all Google reviews and local. Matthew Petzinger offers everything from insurance on your snowmobile, your boat, your car, Go check him out. He is right there in downtown Wasika. Matthew Petzinger Agency. They are a part of American Family Insurance. Segment one, this is the Husky Bulletin Podcast. My guest tonight is someone who I have known, surprise, surprise, for a decade ever since I got here. Someone I've looked up to in this business. One of the nicest, just genuine human beings that I know. It only took episode three to get a Hall of Famer, Roy Koenig. O'Rourke Koenigsberg. Why does he have both names? Well, you're going to find out in tonight's episode. A really, really great, fun talk with Roy. Hopefully, you've kind of caught on that this show, the program, the format, isn't going to be your hardcore X's and O's sports. This one cuts to the essence of what we are, capturing the narrative. Everything's about telling stories. We got into running with Roy because he's passionate about marathons and running and staying in shape. We got into family. We got into how he got to Owatonna, his first job out of college. Great talk with Roy. It always is, but it was really cool to get him in studio. And hello to Roy right now. I know you're in California. Hope you're enjoying yourself. So we recorded this on May 14th, and here we are. It is May 21st, episode two of season one. All of these, if you want to access them, moving forward will be on huskybulletin.com. There's a tab. Just click on the podcast on the ribbon top 
of the page. Just click on podcasts. It's in the menu. All of them are going to be archived there. You can listen to them for eternity. And also, they will be available you know, on Apple. want to encourage people to go to Spotify. Also, I want to mention this. Mike Up Misfits. It has been an absolute blast so far working with my friend John Partridge. New to one every day, regardless of how stressful or busy things are going in, in the marketing that I do for local brands and you know all that. I get to shift gears every day and hang out with some awesome coaches, and we have just had a phenomenal time. John and I work off each other well. We don't try to be anything that we're not, and I think coaches are catching on to that. And every single one of them who's come in has been an awesome guest. The ones that have been quote-unquote nervous takes one segment. I think every one of them said, this is pretty cool. It was great. We want Mike Up Misfits, which is part of the family here, uh, the fan, Owatana, part of Husky Bulletin, to really just be a place for coaches, media personalities to kind of come and hang out. Roy was part of that on the day that he recorded the podcast. So it was a fun day. It was, it was Roy Koenig day on the fan, Owatana. And part of that was this podcast you're about to hear. Hope you enjoy it. Once again, thanks to Wayne Nord Wetmore of Owatana and Ameriprise Financial, Irish Eyes at Studio, and the new kid on the block, Matthew Petzinger. He's in Wasika and American Family Insurance. Roy Koenig right here on the Husky Bulletin Podcast. <laughs> Roy Koenig. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. this is the voice. Yes. And so that, I've just gone with what I was given. <laughs> Being in Alaska, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Okay, there's a treadmill in the workout room. I'll go see if I can run a mile and not die. Longest run I've done is a 50K. So 50K? Yeah, 50K, 31.1 miles. Wow. Which is insane, I yeah. know. You, you and Partridge, yeah. I would love to see you and based on what you guys have said about running. I, I want to see the two of you guys jogging down 18th wow. Street. We went on a mountain hike the day of the wedding. Really? The yeah. day of. So I thought you weren't supposed to see the bride, but you well, know, we, we know Roy, a rebel yeah. uh, at heart, right? We've already established that. Yeah. That's right. So rules. Either we broke the rules or whatever. <laughs> Didn't I know about the, the rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we've been married so long, yeah. the rules weren't made yet. <laughs> they asked, can you do hockey? Yep, sure. I can do hockey. <laughs> they didn't ask me, have you done hockey? <laughs> and then I had to start to learn, okay, how do you do hockey play-by-play? <laughs> If you, yeah, if you get passed by someone running up a hill during a trail run, hey, hats off to that elite runner. Yes. I'm not elite, uh, but I hopefully will finish, and that's yeah. going to include walking up this hill. Shoot. what? Well, <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan. You've made it to the blooper reel. I'd like to take this 60-second break to invite you, whether you are a local business owner or service provider, to become a partner and invest in Owatana Athletics and the fan, Owatana. Our introductory pricing is for a limited time only, and our sponsorship packages start as little as $300 per month and feature premium visibility on all three of our major platforms. This includes ad space on this podcast, our new local daily sports talk show called the Mike Up Misfits, a permanent banner on two different pages on our website, thehuskybulletin.com, and much, much more. Once again, that site is live, thehuskybulletin.com. So if you are interested, don't hesitate. Reach out to someone today on our marketing team by calling our main line at 507-444-9224. 
At American Family Insurance, your small business is a big deal to us. You've worked hard to achieve your goals and face challenges like rising inflation and staffing shortages. I know because as an American Family agent and business owner right here in your community, I've faced them too. As you continue to build your dream, know that I'm here to help. I've built my business with a vision of helping you protect yours. Contact Matthew Petzinger, agent at Matthew R. Petzinger Agency, LLC, at 101 State Street South in Wasika or call 507-835-2770 today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. Wisconsin. Irish Eyes Studio in Owatonna creates tattoos and piercings for all of Southern Central Minnesota. Owner and artist Sean McCarthy is a tattoo artist specializing in realism and comic art. When it comes to tattoos, details are everything. With 30 years experience as an artist, there aren't many details his Irish Eyes can't bring out. If you're in the market for some new ink or piercings, find Sean and his team online at irisheyestudio.com or on Facebook at Irish Eyes Studio. When Irish Eyes are smiling, the detail shows. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. He needs no introduction, and I'm going to try to embarrass him as much as I can over the next 52 minutes. Roy Koenig, welcome to the studio. This is a, an honor to have you on the show. Honestly, welcome. Well, John, I, I appreciate that. I'm already embarrassed, but you just throw out <laughs> Hall of Fame. It's cool. Yep. I, I, I love it. It does. Uh, it, it's, it's a humbling thing to do what I do. Get out there, cover the teams and everything, as I, I've been uh, blessed to do for three decades. And then you know, Jim Herzog reached out about the Hall of Fame sure. nomination, he yep. said. And he'd, he's a huge supporter over all the years, former activities director, athletic director, principal. And he reached out to me, and I was kind of floored. It's like, wow. You know, I'm getting, you know, little yeah. goosebumps right now. Sure. So Jim reached out and, and said he was doing it, and he kind of said, do you mind? I said, well, I don't mind, but it, it, it's such a big honor. And then, of course, you know, it all, all has come to pass, and uh, it's, it is an incredible honor. So, yeah, so I'm absolutely already embarrassed because it's just hard to think of myself as that. Honestly, Roy, uh, I remember that night because you're a pro's pro, right? We've, you know, worked alongside each other for a decade at, at least, right? And then when you, I saw the look on your face when your family came, Oh. To the stadium. I'll never forget that. But you could just kind of see that twinkle in your eye. Huh. You know what I mean? And I thought that was really cool because for people who don't know Roy, the two or three that might not in the whole community. Very unassuming, like I said. He's not going to want to talk about himself, but I'm going to force it out of him. Yeah, I did, I did yeah, uh, you know? agree to that, so I understand that. <laughs> yes, you, you, you're on the hot so seat. Go, so. But again, about that night, what are some of the things that you kind of remember that this has been a little bit of time to mm-hmm. you know reflect on it, I guess. What was that like, starting from when you heard about it and then leading up to that night and then the night itself, how does someone like Roy process that? Because it's three decades. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of uh, instances where you get to really kind of soak that in, I guess. Um, I was actually just finishing a workout. So I was in the, in the uh, sauna of a fitness center. My phone rings and I see it's Kevin Rainey Uh and thought he was calling about big brothers, big sisters. Or anything else. Well, uh, He's been known to call me a few times. Yeah, Kevin's a great guy. And when he told me about the hall of fame, I, you know, again, just kind of, oh, wow, it's mm. surreal. You know, the day of, 
it was uh, five teams that were going into the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. And then, uh, and then there were uh, two individuals going into the Hall of Fame. And the team presentation was awesome. Different people spoke. Teams of distinction, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. teams of distinction. And and it, it turned out, and I didn't know the full format of it, but it turned out I was going to be last <laughs> to speak, which is, oh, my, okay, okay. And I hadn't prepared kind of a word-for-word presentation. I had been thinking in my head on, on bullet points. How do I approach this? What do I say? How much do I say? Uh, so I had my, my points that I wanted to bring up and then kind of got off on tangents. Yeah, you and, get up there and it's like, you know, a good plan is yeah. one that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I think back on mm-hmm. the things I did, I, I, I kind of almost poked a little bit of fun at my family, which I almost felt bad about afterwards. Sure. You know, because uh, truth be told, my wife has been fantastic because yeah. so often things going on for the kids I had to miss or she had to do extra running around when the kids were of that age. And to interrupt one thing, for people who don't know, Roy lives in Farmington as well. So that's kind of part of this component as well. But continue. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, got to play yeah, a role. Yeah, know? that's a story all in of yeah, itself. Yeah. I spend more time in Owatonna than I do anywhere else right. still. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my wife was was called upon to do things and she's always been just a huge supporter of me and when I would, uh, you know, want to talk about things because you run into like any job, occupation, passion, whatever, you run into problems, you run into conflicts mm-hmm. and, you know, need someone to talk it through with. And she's not, she's not a huge sports fan, but she'll listen to the, you know, the occasional spiel about a big yeah. game and then certainly help me go through, uh, has helped over the years go through challenges in, in, in just kind of day-to-day everything. So she's just been fantastic. I mean, my kids are great. Love my mm-hmm. kids. Uh, so happy to get to as many things as I did. But I missed a lot of things of theirs because of, where you know, you're working nights. Yeah. I'm working nights. We're nights covering and weekends, games. right? Yeah. Nights and weekends, right. And initially you think, oh, okay, that's how I kind of build. You know, you work your nights and weekends, you work up the ladder, and then that doesn't happen. But come to Watana to be the sports guy yep. for the Indians. And of course, nights and weekends are when the games are. So missed a lot of things for my kids, but I mean, the, the fact that they were there, my, my son came from out of town. Mm-hmm. My daughter had to work some uh, um, uh, twists with her scheduling so she could be there on the day of the Hall of Fame to have my family there was incredible. Yeah. It's interesting what you say, because when, when we do come out onto the track, I was uh-huh. looking for them and I think my daughter texted me, oh, uh-huh. you know, here's where to look for us. And then I could see them all yeah. kind of, all kind of blew me away and it's it, doing, really... doing what I love. I'm glad people appreciate it. I worked in South Dakota for a couple of years, okay. and uh, the Halloween storm in South Dakota, I covered a, a, a playoff football game on my last night at a job in Madison, South Dakota. Last day there, go into the radio station the next day to say goodbye. I've yep. already packed up my apartment. My car's ready to roll. And they say, you're not going anywhere, are you? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, this is in the days before social media. You don't have a cell phone that tells you the weather, you're right, no. that you can pull up. And I wouldn't have even seen the nightly news the night before because I was at a, at at a high school football game. Yeah. And then, you know, then I find out, oh, yeah, there was a blizzard and yes. an ice storm here. So it delayed my arriving in Owatonna by a couple of days. I rolled in. Uh-huh. Everything was still covered in ice, uh, wow. more or less. When I got to Owatonna, people were still without power. And I'm trying to, you know, understand what my new job is. Right. But meanwhile, it's kind of a community. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a community crisis. I mean, sure. for people without power in the dead of winter or the beginning of winter, that's not very good. Um, yeah. The, I mean, where were you on the Halloween <laughs> blizzard of '91? That's that's a that's a Minnesota thing. You you brought up your family, so you have two kids. So who's the older one? Who's the younger one? Where they go to high school and where are they now? 
Uh, both graduated from Farmington High okay. School. That, yep. yep. Uh, my daughter is uh, the uh, older one. Med school, right? Yeah. Okay. I was, I was going to say, I, yeah. I'm not going to give her age, all right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> That's okay. It's funny. You know, yeah. she's, she's you're, her, you're, you're the dad. So. <laughs> she's yeah. an adult. Yep. Um, uh, anyhow, yes, uh, med school. She is a she is a doctor slash surgeon. That's so cool. Blows me away. Wow. So 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 proud of what she's done. I mean, my wife and I. I mean, we're both smart, but yeah, just have a doctor <laughs> uh, in the family. And then uh, our son uh, lives in Colorado, works in computers. Also, a very smart guy. And, you were two uh, for two well. then, huh? Yeah, we're. We're two for two, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I mean, everyone has a skeleton or two in their closet. Well, Who knows? Yeah. But as long as, uh, on, on, yeah, they're they're doing fine. Uh, my wife is kind of semi-retired now. Okay. So. Uh, where did you meet your wife, and how how did her profession meld with yours for so many years? Because you did it much longer than I ever could have. That schedule's tough, but you did it. <laughs> You're right. Schedule schedule is tough. So again, she's yeah. she's just an angel for yeah. dealing with that over yeah. the years. We met at a. Pizza place, pizza delivery place in the Twin Cities. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, that that's how we met. Uh, where did you get married? Was it? Ooh. Yeah. Where was that? Hibbing? No. Okay. It would be her family connection okay. rather than mine. A uh, little town in Colorado. Oh, is that where she's from? No, but the family reunion would be at a place in Colorado with, with family connecting to Texas and other spots way, way back when uh, her grandparents would have uh, essentially built a little compound nice. in Cachera, uh, Colorado. If anybody, I talk to people from Colorado. <laughs> uh-huh. And they've never heard of it? They've never heard of it <laughs> all the time because between hockey connections, you get a lot of Colorado players with the junior oh, hockey sure. team that's yeah. been in Owatonna. Yeah. Colorado is a good hockey state. Mm-hmm. No one from Colorado has heard of Cachera, Colorado. <laughs> uh, but a great town up in the mountains. We got married there as part of a uh, family reunion. So, I don't know, 70 to 100 people, essentially, that were all uh, through cousins and uh, what have you, you know, in-laws and everything. So that's where it was, Cachera, Colorado. Little you, little, little uh, wooden, like a log cabin sort of church. Do your uh, wedding photos have uh, mountains in the background? Oh, actually? gosh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh. some of that. That's very cool. We went on a mountain hike the day of the wedding. Really? The yeah. day of. So I thought you weren't supposed to see the bride, but well, you know, we, we know Roy, a rebel, yeah. uh, at heart, right? We've already established that. You know. That's right. So rules. Either we broke the rules or whatever. <laughs> Didn't know about the, the rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we've been married so long, yeah. the rules weren't made yet. <laughs> well, clearly it didn't ruin the marriage because you guys are still together. So, we, yep. Yeah, uh, it's, it's still going good. Yeah, still going. <laughs> Does she have a big family? And then do you guys have a big extended family? She's one of six. Okay. So she has five brothers and sisters. Uh, they all have kids. Um, her mom, two sisters, lots of family, lots of cousins. Her dad, little smaller family. On my side, pretty small family. My brother, one brother lives in Colorado. Another brother lives uh, northern Minnesota. And a sister lives out on the West Coast. Um, I am number three, three. of four. Gotcha. So, so you have one younger sibling. Yeah, about three years you know, a lot Between. of fights with him growing up, <laughs> things like that. You know, yeah. we, we we got along, we played together, but yeah. we also fought a lot. Well, so. I have a brother that you might know too. Um, <laughs> his name's Dan, but no, it was it was kind of cool because uh, he was just two years, and I've said this before. You know, I played baseball because Dan played baseball. I played football because Dan did. It was cool to have because then our sister is just two years younger than me. Um, so that was kind of cool. It built in best friends kind of thing. Which how I'm gonna ask your children, your son and your daughter, how far are they? Five years. Five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Are they pretty close? I mean, I know that's kind of a personal question, but no, I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, they they crossed over in school just a tiny bit, I suppose, in elementary because by the time she was out of high school, he would barely have been starting with five years. They they were they were fine growing up, and you know, siblings are going to fight here mm-hmm. and there and what have you. But in recent years, they have developed an awesome relationship. That's cool. It's so cool to hear what they do and when there's times that they get together just that they have good conversations and and so we're we're so thrilled and proud and ecstatic that the the kids get along like they do it's cool because uh you do look back i mean i think i talked about this with my mom that you develop adult relationships with your siblings and each one of us are so different because two of us were adopted and one of us wasn't but somehow we're all kind of the same and it's kind of crazy because dan and i will go places oh he looks so much like you it's a spitting image it's like hmm uh, he's adopted. I'm adopted. I very rarely just bring that out because it's like uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think about it. You know what I mean? Because okay. he's just Dan. He's he's my brother. I've known him for 39 years. Right. So um, I thought you guys looked alike as well. Yeah. Maybe I need to. Be, I'm not <laughs> sure. Let's see. I've rarely seen the two of you guys together. Are, yeah. Are we sure you're not one and the same? <laughs> it could be just uh, he's my double. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. 100% digital, 100% sports, 100% local. You'll find it all at thehuskybulletin.com. This segment is sponsored by Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management, a private advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial. Give them a call at 507-455-4070 or stop by their office at 1850 Austin Road. That's the Austin Road Business Center near the fairgrounds. Wayne Nord-Wetmore is a proud partner of the Fan Owatonna and the Husky Bulletin. They are also the title sponsor for an upcoming spotlight feature about OHS girls hockey player and current starter at Division I St. Cloud State, Grace Wolf. That feature will be coming in the near future. If you would like to be listed prior to this segment, like Wayne Nord-Wetmore, contact me, John Weisbrod. By calling 507-450-6535 or by sending me an email at John W at K-O-W-Z online. That's J-O-N-W at K-O-W-Z online.com. Standard marketing and sports sponsorship packages are available. We also have the flexibility to tailor an investment to your specific marketing and advertising needs by leveraging one or all of our powerful platforms. Now, back to the episode. Two things I, I wanted to hear about you beyond the sports stuff. Running is a huge mm. part of kind of who you are. It's another passion. Uh, we talked about radio and now running. When did you get into that? And then, yeah, I'll just start with there. When did it start becoming something you do every day or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Every day is, is accurate. Is that accurate? Even when it's negative 20, a treadmill thing or what? Uh, sometimes it's a treadmill, uh-huh. but I, I will run in negative 20. So um, you're, wow, that is, 
impressive. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think 45 below wind chill might be the coldest Is that your cutoff, I ran though? outside. So if negative 50, folks, you will not see Roy running. Negative 45? Maybe. It's it's not the weather. It's, it's you know, your clothing. Sure. Because, okay, in the negative 45, yeah. when I was trying to get home into the oh. wind, that was not good. <laughs> Besides that, I have rarely been cold running at, at 10, 20 below zero. Because of just the, you know, the type of insulation to wear, yeah. I'm sure you've... Yep, it's it, it, trial and error a little yeah. bit, like, oh, my fingers like were cold that day. Okay, two <laughs> pairs of gloves. So I shouldn't say I've rarely been cold. I should say I've corrected my mistakes. When this is yes. on, on the 21st, yes. my daughter and I, by the time this is on, will be, I don't know, relaxing uh, somewhere, uh, uh, maybe in a hot tub after having run a half marathon okay. at Santa Cruz on the morning of the 21st. Uh, in California. Can- California, that's where we're out of town at. So that's on the 21st. That yeah, we're running. so that's like today, but yes. not. Kind of crazy how this I works. know it is. But I, yes. I sure yeah. hope it was a good run. <laughs> yes. Future Roy, on. how did you do? <laughs> um, I, I think the, the two prongs of getting started running would mm-hmm. be while traveling with the Express hockey team, mm-hmm. Southern Minnesota Express, we were sitting in Alaska okay. for a week or 10 days. Okay. Doing, I, I forget if it was three, four, five games over that stretch, but traveled with the team, which is just That's fantastic. really cool. One of the things I, uh, kind of a, a highlight sort of uh, yeah. play-by-play opportunity was traveling with them and doing those games at such a high level of junior hockey. But being in Alaska, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Okay, there's a treadmill in the workout room. I'll uh-huh. go see if I can run a mile and not die. <laughs> That's me but yeah. today. But anyways, yeah. and clearly you didn't die, so didn't you kept die. going. Yeah. Well, but that didn't really trip the trigger to become passionate about it. It was, okay, I got in a workout, I ran a mile, that stunk. But You know where you stand. Done. Yeah, yep. And so as time would go on, again, for working out, that I'd go to a, a center, lift some weights, maybe do a bike, maybe do a uh, an elliptical, and then once in a while would run a mile or two and would be done with it and would think, wow, that's done. I'm <laughs> glad I'm done with that. Yeah. But yeah. at some point... Uh, so my daughter had a lot of friends that were into running, and we would go watch them at a couple of events, some uh, street events, some uh, trail events, and it just kind of, oh, you know, hey, th- this looks interesting. Should I try a trail run? Mm-hmm. Hey, Cynthia. Family is Chris, Cynthia, and Aaron, just to be sure and get all those names out hey, there. Hey, there you go. Well we done. Talked of them very vaguely without <laughs> giving anybody except my wife a name. <laughs> and so it looked it looked kind of interesting what my daughter was doing, what her friends were doing. And so I thought, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should try that. And another thing um, that we saw and that I saw and that I've learned is there's no such thing as kind of a runner's body. I mean, if you want to run, you can run. It, you, sure. you don't have to be rail thin. Um, I see people of all body shapes, all sizes, mm-hmm. all ages. So anyway, that was a message that had to get through my head too, because yeah. I, I thought I'm not a runner. I'm not. I don't look like a runner. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, the things my daughter was doing, her friends were doing, gave it a try a little bit. Hey, this is kind of fun, almost. Yeah, it went from being a chore to being fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and some of that is just setting goals. Some of that is tracking results. Certainly, the events that you do with a group. I've met a lot of really cool people sure. running. There's a ton of people in Owatonna who yeah. run some it's different own run community. Clubs. I know uh, yeah. the Scala, my former neighbor, LaCleanza, you know her. Oh, from yes. running. Yeah, I see yeah. you guys on, on Facebook. And uh, what are some of your more memorable competitions? I know you probably go up to the Twin Cities or do you, you do marathons as well? I've done four marathons, four marathons. to this point. Okay. Yep. Uh, the first one was 2019. Okay. I was going to ask, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which which I'm glad that it was because 2020, Twin Cities Marathon is the one I've done. Uh-huh. 2020 was virtual. 
because okay. I think if the first one had been that year, that would have been difficult. But 2019, because then you can do it with the group, sure. you're out there. And, and I trained for it well, and it, it went good. I mm-hmm. mean, body parts were very, very uh, sore yeah. and aching by the end. My knees were screaming, why are you doing this? Was it the day after that was worse? Mm, with with the pain in my knees, it was the day of. Sure, It sure. was going up summit. Yeah. It was finishing. <laughs> it was uh, it was everything. Um, but I did do the virtual one. Okay. And that, that one actually went pretty well running. A bunch of us ran the virtual run of the Twin Cities Marathon in 2020 on the right day for it. So you just track it on your phone? Yeah, your watch, oh yeah, your and then phone, it just your kind watch. of put into a database kind of thing? Absolutely. That's what I'm watch. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Phone and watch all work. Yeah. Uh, but ran the Stone Arch Bridge. There's a cool loop in the Twin Cities, Boom Island, Stone Arch Bridge. It's like three and a quarter miles. Yeah. You run it eight times, it equals a marathon. But a, a couple of the real cool things, actually one of the most memorable runs uh-huh. would be the um, uh, in town here, in Owatonna, because I've run in a few different places as well. From the Heart Run is awesome. You know, that was my first half marathon here okay. in Owatonna doing From the Heart. Uh, but was it was it the Dyke and Dash? Or was it, because I know there are several runs at Owatonna. <laughs> and you probably held. participated in all of them, yeah, I've, I've at one point. Quite a few of them, yeah. although the, the color run on the 13th, I think, is one I'll end up missing. I know it's one you guys have been promoting. The run in town here was during a thunderstorm. And they, they warned us. They said, okay, guys, you know. It's raining. Right. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. Started at the fairgrounds. We stood inside one of the buildings until it was time to go. And when we left, and it was a 5K run just around southern side of Owatonna here, start the fairgrounds, end at the fairgrounds, headed off. And after a few minutes, it started to rain. And then it started to, to rain. rain, rain. Yeah. And it rained so hard. And the wind, it was kind of, a, some of the rain was the um, kind of spikes hitting your face Ugh. sort of rain, wind driven. Yeah. And I could not have been more wet from head to toe had I jumped in a lake yeah. oh, I was, than yeah. I was in that run. And it was just so cool. It's uh-huh. like, wow, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. That's it's- an experience though. You'll never forget that's memorable if anything else. Yeah. Right? And some trail runs have been yeah. real cool. Um do you have a favorite type of run? Is it half? Is it a trail run? Is it a 5K? Or are they all just kind of different? You know, I think that's it. They all mm-hmm. are kind of different, different challenges. I think trail runs are a little more fun. There's a little more variety, of course, to your terrain than running on the street, bike trail, yeah, what sure. have you. A more scenic, yeah. Um, and when you do longer trail runs, longest run I've done is a 50K. So 50K? Th- yeah, 50K, 31.1 miles. Wow. Which is insane, I yeah. know. I know a lot of people in Owatonna who have run a lot farther than that, so hats off to all those <laughs> You can folks. always find someone who can run farther, lift more weight, and is better looking, as I say. But yeah. That is still very impressive, by the way. Um, but the, one of the nice things uh-huh. about a trail run is there's absolutely walking built in. Sure. When you're going up a hill yeah. on a trail run, you know, 99% <laughs> of the people are walking. If you get past Yeah, show running, me someone who's actually running, and I'll show you, get, you a liar. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you get passed by someone running up a hill during a trail run, hey, hats off to that elite runner. Yes. I'm not elite, uh, but I hopefully will finish, and that's uh, going to include walking up this hill. The first marathon you ever did, what was the hardest part for you? I think there was a lot of adrenaline initially. In the beginning, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to look on my watch, and for whatever reason, the... GPS was goofy, so at times it said I was running way slower than I really was, and <laughs> uh-huh. at times like, well, this isn't right. What's really going on here? So as you get along, and I don't know about that whole hit the wall thing. I've read so much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly when that happened for me. I just know that somewhere, you know, the, the Twin Cities. Uh, I think it's 18 or 19 miles in. 
Then you go up a hill, you cross a bridge, you start to get closer to summit. Mm -hmm. And so there was uh, an awful lot of walking up summit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the funny thing about that, the first one, and it happens in other marathons too, um, running at that far in hurts. Mm -hmm. Walking also hurts. Transitioning from running to walking hurts. (laughs) So it just all hurts. Yes. Bottom line. Lesson learned. Everything hurts. Yes. I was told that when you cross the finish line, um, you're going to have a feeling of elation. Uh Okay. I crossed the finish line and thought, I'm glad I'm done running. Yeah. Yeah. Running used very loosely, by the way, (laughs) because by the end. Uh, It was a a brisk walk, we'll call it, right? (laughs) And brisk would be uh, pushing it too. Yes. By the time I I set my own personal record. Yeah. Uh, Do you have the sticker that says. uh, Of course. Good. good, I got the the 2019 Twin Cities Marathon sticker. It's on my coffee thermos. So, what are the three other ones that you've done? Because you said you've done four, correct? I, I've done Twin Cities every time. Oh, four yep. Twin Cities. Yep. Okay, done very four cool. Four Twin Cities. People say I should do Grandma's, of course. Yeah, should look big into one that. in Duluth. Yep. Have you done Med City? Uh, any? No, that's one another one to do. Sure. Uh, Mankato has theirs as well. They've got a marathon. Uh, but I've, Med City, I know Shannon does that, so she does the half. And it was you mentioned raining. I think it was last year. It must have been because we had the kids. We had signs, and we uh, we followed. That was really fun to follow her uh, route. And, you know, we'd say, is, is mommy coming? And then we'd, a pack would come back, no. But it just started pouring. We, I remember sitting in the skyway with my dad just thinking, running for me is not fun anyway. I don't know what I would have done. It was just torrential. Have you had one like that where it's, uh, you've done all this preparation, you get there and it's just conditions don't work? Because I'm sure that's kind of tough because you put so much time into it, right? So, so to what prepare. happened to her on the she, running? Was she she, she got, so the Med City, obviously, there's the marathon, the half, the 5K. She was doing the half. I, it was the half. Was there lightning? Yes. Oh, that well, was that the big the deal. Reason, yeah. It might have been the <laughs> marathon portion, the full, that was cut short. But she w- was actually able to finish the half. Oh, she was. She was. So that's what it was. So I'm glad Good. I was able to process Good. that. But yeah, you just were talking about running in the rain, and it's like, uh, no, thanks. And and that was the worst part for her. But um, she checks up on Facebook and sees you on there and Laclenza. And she's like, kind of gets her, oh, I should train for a marathon. So on my calendar, it says Shannon's next half marathon. Because when she trains, it's like, go do it. Is the training portion for you? How much do you get into that? Do you have a regimen or is it kind of loose? I have a um, a plan that I'm always thinking of kind of a couple of days ahead. But the training for the marathon, like last year, I did not yeah. train as well as I should have. Probably 12 or 13 might have been my longest run, and you really should get in an 18, a 20, or a 22 or something, which I did the first year. I probably got in, I think, 120 or maybe even a 22, which just the time for it. And some people I've talked to who have done marathons, part of it is you, you, for a certain number of weekends leading up to it, I mean, that is your weekend. That's what you do. Yep. So it's it's difficult if you have younger kids, which as we've established, I wasn't running until much, a little when the kids were grown. But to say, well, I'm going to, you know, spend the next five hours doing this, honey. You, <laughs> yeah. You've got the kids going off to the dance recital. I mean, it doesn't necessarily work. Sure. So so I've always kind of got a plan that I'm uh, um, working on in order to be ready for different things. And let me also say, because uh, it, this reminds me, because you talk about being there to support Shannon yeah, with the yeah. kids and with the signs, that first year, Twin Cities... I was pretty sure the kids were going to meet me somewhere. My wife was uh, out of town just because of some family things. So she was out of town. Uh, but the, the kids indicated, yeah, we're going to try and meet you somewhere. And they left it real loose. And and I'm like, you know, hey, kids, if you can be there, that's great. But they're, at that point, they're both in college or past college. And 
yeah. and doing stuff. Adult lives kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, my son was in college. My daughter was already out of college when I ran the first one. Uh, so I kind of loosely thought, okay, maybe they're going to be there somewhere. And eventually they did, you know, oh, hey, there we are. Oh, cool. Hey, great to see you guys. Let's take a quick selfie. Yep. But then they they hopped on scooters and Uber, Ubered and, nice. and whatever, and they met me several other times. That's fun. Yeah. Including of the finish. That's, and they had pretty much said, Dad, we can't be there, but we're going to be there to support you halfway through. Uh-huh. But then they continued to be there and they were there at the finish. So that, that must have been that really cool. Oh, that, yeah. See, that, yeah. that right there is that that's awesome because, again, I it was so fun. Running is a lifestyle, Roy, and I don't need to tell you that, but but there's a couple other things I wanted to get to before we... Yeah, you, you and Partridge, yeah, I would love to see you, and based on what you guys have said about running, I, I want to see the two of you guys jogging down 18th wow. Street. Wow, uh, you know, you were talking about <laughs> surviving a mile. I mean, there was a point in everybody's life, I think everyone goes through a, a fitness stage. I, mm-hmm. I, I got to the eight-minute, seven-minute mile-ish when I was at my peak. Ooh. Now I have no act. 10, 12, 13, I don't Just not dying. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norad Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Was wanted me to ask you this, and I think it's a great question. What do you listen to in your headphones? Because I think that says a lot about who people are that gets them motivated, right? Country music okay. when I'm listening. And, you know, I've evolved. I used to chew gum when I ran, uh-huh. and my daughter said, how on earth do you do that? And I can barely chew gum and walk, walk so yeah. Right? And I, I don't know how I did it because now the concept of doing that is is very foreign. Just like with music, I would at some points in time as, as I got into this uh, mm-hmm. into this. Passion, sure, yeah. <laughs> Hobby, it has to be a passion to insanity. To do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a very thin line. <laughs> I would have to listen to music now, and I, I've talked to I, Gary Walter. Shout out um, Gary Walter. Yeah, Jason too. I guess or Jason, and not Yakovino. Oh, which I was gonna say. There's, yeah, not no, okay. and Mully. Okay, uh, but gotcha. so many others. Traders, Redmonds, <laughs> couple of names. Just have to throw them out there. But I'm you're gonna forget someone, Roy. I you're know, gonna I'm regret sorry. this. <laughs> Uh, so country music, uh-huh. but there's a lot of times, because Gary, that's why his name mm-hmm. came up, he he does not listen to music. At first, I, how do you do that? But I've kind of gotten that way. There are days like, no, I'm not going to listen to music. Is it a mood that kind of depends on it, where it, you feel? I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 there's a number of factors. Some yeah. of it is sometimes, yeah, it's it's a mood thing. I mm-hmm. was going to say where you're running, but I've, I've run out on some highways sometimes, and I am listening to music, but I also pay attention to the yeah. traffic. Extra. Yeah, exactly. Extra well. But country music I like, and then I'm a big Halsey fan, and mm-hmm. I've listened to some of her music, so kind of, kind of uh, spinning off in that direction as well. And once you start that on uh, whatever app it is I use, it's not, not Spotify, but like Amazon Music, uh-huh. once, of course, you pick a song, then it kind of, uh, you, you get some in that genre, yep. but I do keep coming back to country, current country, modern country. It can be kind of the, the hip-hop slash yeah. country stuff. It's a hybrid now, right? Yeah. yeah. But it can also be Garth Brooks. doesn't have to be a fast-paced song because, one thing, I'm not usually running that fast, <laughs> so I don't need a fast-paced song. Just, uh, it is a mood thing. That's long, cool. Long answer to the question is, it, no, it, it is mood. I'm a podcast guy if I have... You know, I don't run, but if I walk anywhere or drive, podcast or book on tape. Well, I'll, I'll shout this out there. So you're not only the voice of the Huskies, but St. Olaf, you've done for many, many years. We've gone this far in. We yeah. haven't talked about play-by-play. Isn't that hilarious? It, well, that's right on brand. I don't think me and Jeff talked very much about football. You did a little bit. A little bit. If I had all day, if I did, we could just keep going. 
but we don't, unfortunately, because this has been awesome. I've had to distill what I want to bring up next, but you you did mention the Express, uh, a career highlight covering them. They predated the Blades, Blades. obviously. Mm-hmm. What tier were they? When did they come into town? Just talk about that experience. Yeah, oh five oh six, I think was our first year mm-hmm. uh, for the for the Southern Minnesota Express, um, North American Hockey League tier one. Wow. It's just a little bit below USHL, which is kind of the the gold standard for tier one. But the uh, the NA very very high quality. Is that hockey. what the Bruins playing right now? Yes, okay. Austin Bruins are in that league. Uh, Andy Murray, who has been an NHL coach, college coach, Faribo is, and his yeah. daughter coached at Owatonna for one or yes, two years yes, for the sir. girls. One, but yes, yeah, one or little two. Little segue yep. sidebar yep. there. Anyways, go ahead. No, Sorry, that's great to bring that in. A very good point. So he was looking to bring a team to the area. Four Seasons Center was a good place to bring it. Um, he heard me do hockey on the radio, liked the idea of me doing hockey uh-huh. with the Express. A lot of conversations um, just to, to make it all work. And that was another thing that that was tough. Oh, with home life. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey. Let's um, throw this on top of there. Yeah. We're looking at uh, having me be voiced for the Southern Minnesota Express. Uh, yeah, we go to Alaska, Alaska. for 10 days <laughs> um, and things of that sort. Yeah, I'll be on a bus until 4 in the morning coming home from Bismarck yeah. or, or, or Fargo or whatever. So it was uh, – but but that was just fantastic. It was such, such a high-level league, high-level competition – Cool places to go do games. Yeah, you get to go to Alaska. One other excuse would you have to go there? Unless you're a bear hunter, I guess. Uh, you know, and obviously Alaska is a great place to people vacation there. But yeah, it get, allows you to see parts of the country that you might not otherwise uh, see. And I'm fascinated by this because I honestly thought, I thought they were a tier three, but the fact that they were traveling around the country like that, where were some of the other places that they went and were you just at every single game? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was It was uh, for the first few years for the Express, it was every single game. Um, so that would mean, I think one year there were maybe 74, 75 games. Wow. When you count the regular season, postseason. Yeah, I think the, the one year with 74 or 75 games, I missed one to go to my wife's company holiday party. Again, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm gone 74 nights, but I'll go that one night with <laughs> you right. to a party. You get one. The <laughs> hockey team gets 74. 100% digital. 100% sports. 100% local. You'll find it all at thehuskybulletin.com. many years were the express here for the express uh the initial express team after a few years went through an ownership change that team elected to move somewhere else but a great local ownership group loved the idea there was there was a lot of commitment for it Mm -hmm. locally and they brought in another team in the same league oh so there was a second north american hockey league team still called the express but they went with the owatonna express Southern Minnesota Express was meant to be, of course, Southern Minnesota. Yep. And just marketing, you know, whatever. It's when, a marketing thing for sure. Yeah, when yeah. the second time came around, they did go with Owatonna Express. And so that team was around for a few years. And then it just, it's a lot. Owatonna is. is a pretty small town because we would go to St. Louis. Yeah. We went to Bismarck and Fargo. 
I don't know how big Mason City uh, about is. 30,000. So okay. about Owatonna, but yeah, yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. But also Mason City doesn't have an NA team anymore either. Yeah. So Owatonna was, was a small town, awesome arena, awesome league. Everything was great, but long-term it, it a small town to have a team like that. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool that there is still such support for junior hockey in yes. town that the blades came into existence. It was the next year. I swear it was the next year after the express became no more. And, and that franchise uh, was sold or relocated or however the terminology would be, the Blades were right there thanks to great local interest. Uh, and I know those uh, get great attendance, and you still do those games on the radio, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, more a streaming sort of scenario gotcha. for the home games for the Blades. So yeah. it, it's, it's a little bit different, but it's a different league than the North American Hockey yeah. League. So uh, the home teams provide streaming for the, in that case. I kind of want to bring it full circle here with, with sports and just maybe dive in a little bit. Very briefly, hockey is a passion of yours, clearly. Other sports that I don't want to ask you what your favorite sport is, but good. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure because, you know, you've done it's so many. There. It's out there, it, though. It, it, is it hockey? Um, I'll just ask. Is it hockey? <laughs> I, I will say that a long time ago, uh-huh. one of the local newspaper guys did an interview mm-hmm. with me and asked, asked what the favorite sport uh-huh. was. At that time, I said hockey. So. came to town, I didn't really know about hockey either. Got to give a quick story on yeah, that. Yeah, no, please do. Because so I grew I, I grew up in northern Minnesota. Hibbing. So, yep. yep, Hibbing. So exposed to hockey, certainly, mm-hmm. uh, but didn't play hockey, um, played boot hockey in the neighborhood, that kind of thing. But I knew hockey. Worked South Dakota two years. There's not hockey out there. When I got the call about coming to Owatonna and they asked, can you do hockey. Yep, sure. I can do hockey. They didn't ask me, have you done hockey? <laughs> and then I had to start to learn, okay, how do you do hockey play-by-play? <laughs> um, listen to Al Shaver games and and brought some people in. And I I messed up. I called it a rink a time or two, or I'm sorry, I called it a court a time or okay, two I was early say, on. Boy, yeah, uh, then we're all in trouble. <laughs> My terminology is not great to begin with, but so that's a sport that I didn't really know. Uh-huh. I mean, until you're sitting there trying to call it for people listening on the it radio, is hard. you don't really know yeah. anything. How fast it is, too. Yeah, yeah. So I love hockey, but learned that. And again, a lot of local people, color commentators, uh, players came on and helped. A guy out with injury would come and sit in with mm-hmm. me. And volleyball would be a sport that going in. Another like Another really? tough one to broadcast. Play-by-play volleyball? <laughs> uh-huh. But learned that one. You, you mentioned something about the oldies a little while ago. Yes. Because I do oldies. Yes. Sports as well. I'm glad we can fit this in here because I know that's another part of your uh, media endeavor. Yeah, yeah. And Division Three sports is fun. It's it's different than D1, I know, but D3 sports is still really good. These athletes are playing because it's passion for the sport. There's no athletic scholarship for them, and a lot of people forget they're actually still really darn good. It's not like, oh, it's just a little above high school. It's a lot mm-hmm. above high school, mm-hmm. believe me. Um, and, and there is. There's great passion from the coaches, long-term, long-time coaches. OHS Hall of Famer Dan Kosmoski is the basketball coach for the men at St. Olaf. That's so right. That's his, right. I learned there. that last year. I don't know how it took so long, but that's very cool. He, he's actually a guy um, who called me on the day of the Hall of Fame induction. And I didn't recognize his phone number. I, I see Dan at the uh, at the college a lot. I don't have him on my phone necessarily. Mm-hmm. We don't talk on the phone. I didn't have his phone number. And a, a number rings. I pick it up, and he says, "Roy, is Dan Kosmoski?" It's like, and that touched me. That oh, he, that's really that cool. He would call me. The fan Owatonna, home of the Huskies, on air and online at thehuskybulletin.com. Get back online. Now get on with it. Koenigsberg on Twitter, mm-hmm. there has to be a story behind that to end this whole thing. 
It would be uh-huh. that uh, law. Well, it would be the question like going to Brown. Are you uh-huh. going to use your real last name? There was kind of a, at that point in time was more. Well, you shouldn't use your real last name. Interesting. You just shouldn't do that. Okay. So you should have a different name. And at Brown, I don't remember what name I used at Brown when I moved to Madison, South Dakota. I went with Roy Allen because that's my middle name. Perfect, Allen. Perfect yeah. middle name sounds good. Roy it's a very Allen. common middle yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Coming to Otana. The news director in town here was Larry Allen. <laughs> Boy, Allen was taken. <laughs> you got to have another name. Okay. Uh, so I just uh, kind of chopped off half of my legal last name. Yeah, and put and Bird. That, that is cool. I'm glad I asked because <laughs> there, I knew there had to be a story. But uh, for the first couple of years, I really thought that was actually your name, but you know. Fair enough. I mean, it was on Twitter, and I didn't ask, right? Well, because between um, emailing and Twitter, it's all out there with full names and things like that. And even with the Hall of Fame plaque, Mm -hmm. both my radio name and my legal name. Did you know they were going to do that? We discussed it. And my my family actually came up with the way, how do we do this? And so I'm, I'm pretty sure the way it is, it's Roy Koenig in quote marks, Koenigsberg. Is, is how it's on the plaque, I believe. I want to talk more off the air about that. That's cool. But Roy, you're, you've become so popular, Kenny Koenigsberg, you're just Roy now. We had Roy, and honestly, as someone who works in this business and works in this community, I look up to you. I always have. You've always been so open and willing to listen. And the thing I've always appreciated about you, and, and this is not like it is in every market, you're not cutthroat. You want You really galvanize people, which is great. You set the tone for me. Because, yeah, I came in here 10 years ago, and you had been here for 20 years already and could have been, oh, this guy, he doesn't know the community. I'm Mr. Owatonna. Well, you know what? This is the voice of the Huskies. It is just Roy. Once again, thank you for being on the Husky Bulletin podcast. And yes, let's just say that the voice of Owatonna Uh is Todd Hale. We need to have Todd's name out there because of his his certainly super pioneering of Dedication, yeah. Play-by-play yeah. play and play-by-play play and community yes. coverage. Todd, great, great guy. There's a lot of great, uh, passionate yeah. sports fans and media personalities. It's really cool. And that's this town breeds that, but I don't have to tell you that. You're the voice of the Husky. John, thank you. You this bet. This is awesome. This has been great. Uh, once again, this has been the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Our next guest, well, folks, that is to be determined. But once again, we'd like to thank you for sticking around for Roy's conversation right here on the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Wow. You know, I'm getting, you know, little yeah. goosebumps right now. Sure. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Hall of Fame broadcaster Roy Koenig as much as I did because it was great. In fact, all of the conversations I've had have been enlightening. They have been interesting. They've been engaging. It's been awesome. So far in the three weeks since we launched the fan, Owatonna, 106.3 FM, 1170 on the AM dial, we've built some momentum, a lot of positivity, a lot of buzz around these platforms that we have. And it's been great, not just the Husky Bulletin podcast, which again, comes out every other Sunday. Right now, as I look at the calendar, we are on the rotation from tonight, the 21st. The next episode will be on June 4th, then June 18th. And then July 2nd. So that is what is upcoming in terms of the schedule. I would love to be able to do these every Sunday, have one of these out every week. 
but we're just going to do 26 per year right now because of my obligations with the marketing team at the radio station, which I spend most of my time focusing on during the day. It's actually refreshing to be able to have the studio for an hour and a half every so often when I record one of these podcasts. If you haven't checked out the two podcasts that have already been archived, do so. They were great. Alec Holcomb was part of our soft launch, which means that that episode is available. You can download it. I think the best way to do that is just go to thehuskybulletin.com. If you go on top, there is a black ribbon menu at the top of the page. It's the third from the left. You can't miss it. It's podcast. Just click on that. I have them all archived there along with the Jeff Williams episode. Heard a lot of great feedback about that. That was our radio debut. That was a couple weeks ago. So this one is Roy Koenig. Not bad threesome to get this thing going. We have, as I mentioned at the beginning, Alec Holcomb, accomplished athlete, and then the youngest head baseball coach in all of the NCAA at Carleton. We have one of the winningest coaches in state history, certainly Southern Minnesota at the very least, three-time state champ, future Hall of Famer, Jeff Williams. And then we had 30-year broadcaster locally, Roy Koenig. He's a Hall of Famer. You just listened to that conversation. A lot of fun. It's also been a lot of fun to be on the mic Up Misfits as we launched that. One of those things, again, I wish I could be on that every day. John Partridge, shout out to him. He's been great. I have really, really enjoyed working. The show airs weekdays, noon to one. I try to be there as much as I can. I was on the air each day I was in town for the first couple weeks. Now as we move forward, that's the mic Up Misfits with John Partridge. The name suggests, yeah, he's going to be on every day. I'm going to be on as much as I can because it is so much fun, and we work well together. I've been talking a lot about this lately, and I tell it to every coach or guest that comes in that even when they're nervous, they leave saying, that was so much fun. It's a really cool format. John and I, we don't try to be anything that we're not. We are the misfits, and we have some things in the hopper down the road. John's doing a great job of, he's the producer, he's the sports director at the station. KOWZ is technically the ones that sign his check. But it's all part of the family and the fan Owatana. It's been great. Momentum is good. Couldn't have asked for a better start to this endeavor. If you're still here, I want to stress, go to thehuskybulletin.com. In fact, we own the domain. You don't even have to put the in there. Just huskybulletin.com will get you right there. Follow us on Twitter at WiseBroadJohn. That's at W-E-I-S-B as in boy, R-O-D as in dog, J-O-N. And then also follow the fan, Owatana, at the fan, Owatana. Just like it sounds, and that's how it's spelled. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. We will be back with a new episode to be determined on the guest. We have some things in the works. It's going to come together. Two weeks. We'll see you then. Our next episode will be on June 4th. Talk to you then. Irish Eye Studio in Owatonna creates tattoos and piercings for all of southern central Minnesota. Owner and artist Sean McCarthy is a tattoo artist specializing in realism and comic art. When it comes to tattoos, details are everything. With 30 years experience as an artist, there aren't many details his Irish eyes can't bring out. If you're in the market for some new ink or piercings, find Sean and his team online at irisheyestudio.com or on Facebook at Irish Eye Studio. 
When Irish eyes are smiling, the detail shows. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norad Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. At American Family Insurance, your small business is a big deal to us. You've worked hard to achieve your goals and face challenges like rising inflation and staffing shortages. I know because as an American Family agent and business owner right here in your community, I've faced them too. As you continue to build your dream, know that I'm here to help. I've built my business with a vision of helping you protect yours. Contact Matthew Petzinger, agent at Matthew R. Petzinger Agency, LLC, at 101 State Street South in Wasika or call 507-835-2770 today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey everyone, you know all about protecting the environment with Gatorback. Gatorback! Now let's talk about protecting your investment with Gatorback. Gatorback! Our soft synthetic design allows water to drain away from your hull, eliminating the worry of blisters, scratches, and paint damage. Don't forget about our lighted option to help loading at night. So time to pull your head out of your Gatorback! Give us a call or check us out at G-A-T-O-R-B-A-K.com. Gatorback! I was on TikTok until 2 a.m. last night, and wow, there are some amazing new home ideas, like the cabinet door that hides all your counter appliances. With all the decisions needed for your new home construction, at Perfinium, we can make one decision easy. With our single close construction and permanent loan, you have one loan closing and one set of closing costs, saving you money, money that could go towards that custom spice drawer. Check in with your Perfinium mortgage lender, Erica Burhau, and make your amazing home build possible. At American Family Insurance, your small business is a big deal to us. You've worked hard to achieve your goals and face challenges like rising inflation and staffing shortages. I know because as an American Family agent and business owner right here in your community, I've faced them too. As you continue to build your dream, know that I'm here to help. I've built my business with a vision of helping you protect yours. Contact Matthew Petzinger, agent at Matthew R. Petzinger Agency, LLC, at 101 State Street South in Wasika or call 507-835-2770 today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. Wisconsin.